The queen of rock and roll herself passed away after a long illness at 83 years old. And we're talking about her career and her legacy and certainly her impact, which will be felt forever in the music industry right now with our guest, who's a music historian and host of the ongoing history of new music. Alan Cross is joining the show. Alan, always good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. You're very welcome. This is, you know, this is one that I think is going to is going to have a lot of meaning and a lot of impact on a lot of people because, I mean, we're talking about someone with an absolutely hugely successful career and long-lasting one. I want to talk about some of Tina Turner's success over her career, but let's kind of go back to the beginning because she started actually to perform with her husband. They were a duet act. Let's talk about how she began this long career of hers. Yeah, she was a former cotton picker from Nutbush, uh, Nutbush Mississippi. Uh, she met Ike in a club after she was singing. He persuaded her to join his band, and they started releasing records in 1960 after playing what was called the Chitlin Circuit in the southern U.S. He had to be a really, really dynamic performer to win over the audiences on that particular circuit. So by the time that they started to make records in the early 1960s, they were very well honed and very, very, very tight. Now, behind all that, Ike was this brute who was beating her, and he was the one who named her Tina Turner. And immediately after he named her, he trademarked her name so that he owned it, which basically put a chain around her neck saying that if you ever leave me, I am keeping your stage name, and if you don't have the name that made you famous, well, then you're nothing. Wow. so when they finally got divorced in 1978, she, she fled uh, uh, Ike in 1976. She, she ran out of a Texas hotel room with nothing more than 36 cents and a grass, gas credit card in her pocket and divorced him in 1978. Uh, in that divorce, she gave him practically everything just so she could keep her name. I mean, you talk about someone who has who has crossed many barriers in their life. I mean, even just just to leave an abusive marriage is one testament of strength. But then to go on and have such a phenomenal career. I mean, she is an absolute legend in so many ways. Yeah. And she really became well, she had her moments uh, in, in her in her 20s back in the 1960s. But then we get to the 1980s. She's in her 40s and nobody becomes a big pop star in their (laughs) 40s, yet she did. Uh, It's hard to explain why it happened when it did, because she had released four solo albums up until Private Dancer in 1984, and none of them did very well at all. But I guess by 84, 83, 84, she had the right people in her corner, the right management, the right bands, the right songs, the right songwriters, and the right record label that was going, that recognized what she was, and they were going to resurrect her career and turn into a superstar, and it worked. I think that's so interesting to mention because, you know, she is someone who was super successful a little bit later on in life, you know, also had a, a huge impact as a, as a black performer on the BIPOC community as well. So, I mean, you talk about all of these different things that she sort of had as hurdles in front of her, and she really overcame them. Yeah, when in the 60s, nobody was singing like Tina Turner. No, for, for white audiences, no. You might have to, you could look maybe at Janis Joplin, but she came a little bit later in the decade. But if you look at what, what she was doing in, in the middle 60s, there was nobody like her. And right now, everybody who's listening to us, they hear her voice in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, don't deny it, you are. You're hearing her voice because it was that distinctive. 
and that powerful. And, and not only was she seeing this belting out this this these these songs, but she was moving on stage in high heels. Well, and that's sort of what set her apart as someone who really became an MTV phenomenon as well, because you think about the videos and the visuals too. And like, I imagine, you know, these like little short kind of sequiny costumes and giant hair. I mean, she, her look was really distinctive too. Yep. She, uh, she had style and you don't have that kind of style unless you have confidence. And I think that's what walking away from Ike did for her. She was able to rebuild uh, her sense of self and, and confidence. And from there, she just she just blew up. And that's the way she stayed for the rest of her life. Definitely a trailblazer. Obviously, someone who is very strong. Who would you say takes their inspiration from her in music today? Who do you who do you think she influenced? There's not a single diva out there that that hasn't been influenced by by her, you know. And if if you're a listen, if you're a rock singer, and you you've listened to Tina, you you've studied Tina, um, whether it's the stuff that she was doing in the 1980s, which um, you know was was more of a, a mainstream pop thing. But you know, once you if you get into that music, then you're inevitably led back to the the screaming rock and roll and R and B of the 1960s. And you can't help but be uh, sucked in by it. I wonder now what will happen now that she has passed away. Because, you know, you hear some of those songs. It makes me want to go down like a Tina Turner rabbit hole and listen to all of her music. So what typically happens when a star like this of this magnitude passes away? There's going to be a lot of attention and a lot of money to be made. Yeah, there's going to be um, uh, well, her streaming stats are going to go through the roof. Yeah. That, that always happens. It'll they'll probably skyrocket by two or three thousand percent, which is usually what what happens. Um, and I think a lot of people will be pulling out their old CDs and and listening to to Private Dancer again. Uh, and I bet you the song that gets the uh, the most play is uh, simply the best. Alan, um, what do we know about her her passing? We know that she she passed away from a, a long illness, but the details are pretty vague. We know that she died peacefully at her home in Switzerland. Anything else that we have to clarify what happened? Yeah, she was very private living in in, uh, in Switzerland. Um, in 2016, she was diagnosed with intestinal cancer. Uh, that I guess uh, it it. it I don't know what the outcome of that was. Uh, and then in 2019, she had a kidney transplant. Or sorry, 2017, she had a kidney transplant. And uh, I know that uh, she had her own dialysis, uh, dialysis machine at her house. So um, I'm going to guess that, that uh, both those things uh, contributed to her death. Uh, you know, when you have a bad kidney, one kidney uh, that, that doesn't work so well, it's 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 not a good thing. Yeah, sounds like the last few years were kind of riddled with maybe various illnesses. But as we know, uh, she died peacefully. That's really all that we do know at the age of 83 after what an incredible, incredible legacy that she has left. Uh, Alan, thanks so much for uh, giving us some detail and some background. Really appreciate your time. You're very welcome. Alan Cross is a music historian and host of the ongoing history of new music, of course, talking about the passing of Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll, passed away at age 83.